Hey everybody, welcome to Random Acts of Television. I'm your host, Andrea Cooley. And I'm your other host, John Bucci. And we decided to make a show where we let the internet randomly spit out a show for us to watch, and then we watch a whole season of it, then come back and discuss it. And that's the show, basically. And for our own pilot episode, we were given NBC's The Good Wife, which is a courtroom drama about a woman whose husband is in jail because he was a political figure that got wrapped up in a bunch of affairs and scandals and wonderful things like that. Yes. That was riveting. Thank you. Thank you so much for... Yeah, I know. Um, So I guess let's start off with, did you ever see The Good Wife? What were your feelings about it? I had zero feelings. I had only ever heard of this in like advertisements and posters and things on sides of buses and commercials. Okay. I've never seen it. What about you? Um, I too had never seen it, but I would have to say that that show is responsible for why a group of stay-at-home moms snubbed me a few years back because I had never watched it and I could not dish, air quotes, dish with them about the show. So yeah, I was not amused. I had beef with her already. Stay-at-home mom drama aside. It's the best kind. It is, but we're not making a podcast about that, unfortunately. (laughs) No, you'd have to get on yoga pants and drink a box of wine and complain about your husband if you want to do that. So, yeah, you're right. I do that every other weekend. You do. You do. So, yes, continue. We were able to make it through the first season of the show. Barely. Um, it, yeah, those, the season of 23 episodes, I'm so glad that is phasing out or I hope is phasing out. Yeah. Thank, thank Netflix for that. I, I, I do. Um, and if we had to continue to power through more seasons of The Good Wife, I probably would have to develop a drinking game. I think I would choose to take shots every time Kalinda made some sort of snarky comment or, or her boobs were popping out of that blouse, which... I don't mind. I think I would make it a rule to take the entire bottle every time Will makes some kind of law-based joke. Wow. That, um, you'd be drunk pretty fast. Well, that might have something to do with my thoughts on this show. Ooh, ouch. Oh, okay. So let's just dive right in there, John. Uh, So you uh, needed to get drunk in order to finish watching The Good Wife? I didn't, but... If I wanted to continue, I probably would have to. Um, I see the good in the show. I mean, like, there was definitely a point, maybe a bit more or a bit less than halfway through the season, where it it got a little bit better. They added some new things that I really enjoyed, but not enough to make it a show I would watch week to week or even, again, at all, ever. What about you? Well, I'll speak generally on my feelings. It's a show that definitely has a target audience, a a demo, but I have discovered very fast that I am neither of those. I am not the target audience. I am not the demo. And that's fine. That is fine. And I think they play to their audience very well. It just is not for me at all. Not at all. Yeah, I I think I'm the exact opposite of 
the kind of person they're trying to pull in. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's the thing. It it works for those people, but not for me. I'm, I mean, yeah. At first, to start off with, you know, talking about the demographic, it's like CBS definitely. Um, you know, you're watching a CBS show. They all have the same style, the procedurals especially, um, and they know that they want to target the older baby boomers. I think they know their crowd is definitely in the 40s to 50s and above. You know, it's that is definitely who they're catering to in all of their shows, and this show is definitely no. It, it's not that that is exactly what it's meant to do. Oh, yeah. Every, every, every character at some point goes into some Captain America-esque speech about how they are the most morally straightforward character in the show and it in about like episode nine it kind of borders on ridiculous to where even a prostitute is doing that and i mean and when you say that they're acting like captain america i i know obviously you're not talking about them wielding shields and wearing blue face masks but i mean get into that more for me please what do you mean by that they're all acting like the good something even though the moral high ground that they try to stand on is very lofty. It's, it gets kind of funny at points because, like, someone will show up and randomly out of nowhere and then they'll have a debate over some moral construct. Like, it almost borders on, like, an Aaron Sorkin show level, like, where there's Coldplay music playing in the background and someone is doing the best thing for the world. And yeah. It's just ridiculous. Well, yeah, I I think that Alicia, oh God, what's her last name? Frolic. Floric. Floric. Frolic and the Floric. Um, yeah, I she she definitely is that lawfully good character in the first season. I I happen to be aware, thanks to the internet, that that changes over time. But at least in the first season, she made me want to throw up of how lawfully good she was. It was kind of gross. Yeah, it's funny how we hear things, the law firm she worked for, we hear things about them and the terrible things that they've done in the past, but now automatically as soon as she works there, they're all like vigilante lawyers that want to save the day. Yeah, I noticed that too. No matter the cost. Yeah, it just, yeah, it it didn't make any sense. What, What they were saying from the past about, what they used to do versus how they behave now. I wasn't seeing the correlation with that. Um, which actually brings me to what, that was your number one irritation, right? The lawfully yeah. goodness of, okay. Mine personally was the complete lack of backstory, uh, especially to Alicia. I really did appreciate how the teaser opener for the pilot is right with Peter played by Chris Noth, saying that he was caught having sex with several prostitutes, but he was not guilty of corruption. And there's Juliana Margulies standing there very calmly and very wifely. And then at, and behind the scenes, she slaps him across the face and walks away, and they cut right to six months later. She's sitting there uh, try, working at a law firm again. So, I mean, I did appreciate that we just kind of cut right to, boom, she's, she's uh, six months later trying to navigate the world without her husband and because he's in jail being a single mom working i appreciated that however 
throughout the entire series, you don't get a sense of what she was like during the time that she was this wife and and um, staying at home or and doing all the things that she was expected to do, being the district attorney's wife. Um, all the parties she probably had to plan, getting the kids off to school, being part of the PTA, you know, all that crap that you didn't see where that old life was there and maybe there was a struggle for her to balance that out. Like there was never a moment of her coming home feeling really guilty that she didn't cook dinner for the kids um, or or it just you didn't get that semblance. So, yeah, I mean, I think that that's that's I mean, that's the thing I didn't like either. Um, there's there's an episode where her husband is he's not necessarily out of prison, but he's back on trial and like he's walking around like the the captain of the football team and everybody loves him and he's, he's this great person. But for the past few episodes, we were led to believe that he's not a good person at all and we shouldn't like him because he's the antithesis of the good wife. But apparently right. he magically isn't now. Um, I, I'll i say that I think that up until that episode that you're talking about, I think that they were always trying to show that he was trying to get back under good graces and maybe he deserved some possibly a little bit of forgiveness and she was just unwilling to because of her high moral standard. But um, I do agree with you that it was a little undeserved how all of a sudden he just walked around like he was type A. Um, But I think that speaks to his character. But again, you didn't get... The problem is, is all of these characters have these backgrounds and it's not that we have to go into a crap ton of flashback, which I, I don't like crap ton of flashback in shows um it's a it's a plot device that annoys me at times but it would have served well here or maybe just some indicators but for all of the characters of who they were before i completely agree i there's there's too much assumed that we don't know mm-hmm. yeah but that being said um there is one there was one shiny gold moment Ooh. that happened about halfway, yeah, you like that? Halfway through yes. the series. It was, I mean, I knew it was, I, I didn't know it was coming in the first season and I was going to be disappointed because Alan Cummings is by far and away one of my favorite, favorite actors. He, whatever character you give him, big or small, he just owns it and he just gets that look on his face. I just, definitely, he's so sexy. He just, he really is. Yeah. And, and even, even not, you agree. Just, even, well, yes, he's an attractive man. I think that's objectively he is. Um, I think anybody would say that. Everybody says it all the time. I mean, yes. constantly. Screw Ryan Gosling. It's Alan Cummings, man. That's exactly. And that last, and that last name, though, yeah. Oof. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, not. It's not even just him. Like it's it, when I was watching the show, and I was taking notes. I put Alan Cumming and Associates because even like one of. Uh, cause he can't be there and he has his assistant or another woman that works for him there. And even she is the best character in that episode. And so like them bringing him on adds a whole new thing to the show. It's humor. It's, uh, he even helps Alicia later, later on down the line. Like it, mm-hmm. it makes the show much better just adding him. Do you think that the writers kind of felt that they were lacking in some humor, some levity, and that was what his purpose was, and that, that maybe halfway through they decided uh, they needed to add some more of that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they must have because, like I was saying, that 
the time he was at it was when I I started the show started to dip for me the most. Like everyone had their their more high horse and everyone and nothing was explained and we were led to assume so much and but we didn't know anything because like you were saying earlier there was no flashbacks or anything there's no backstory and so I was really confused and I was just kind of laughing at all of these people being like I am the best person ever and you should listen to me because everything I speak is gold and then we get him who not necessarily makes fun of all that but acts as like a a breath of fresh air to all that lawyery business. Yeah, he's kind of, he's almost like sent in to mix it up a bit and bring some laughter to this. I mean, I, I don't know that they meant, the writers meant this, but I mean, there were times where I laughed where I know I wasn't supposed to be because it was just so damn ridiculous and oh, yeah. over the top with the morality, as you said, as we've been saying. But, but for me, I wanted to, I, I just laughed genuinely and I know they meant it to be was when Eli Gold starts unbuckling his pants while this woman's talking in in their kitchen and he starts to almost and I'm like what is he doing and he goes I'm pulling and she goes what and she goes what are you doing she goes I'm pulling down my pants so you can kiss my ass and I lost it I just lost it (laughs) that was it I was like oh my god this is this is the savior of the show for me it Eli Gold, all the way. And, and and he's just so snarky. He's exactly the person I want on a show because he's the perfect um, counterpoint to Alicia. Yeah, he he has a way of just lighting up the room. And he was a great character and all, but we have both discussed a, a certain other character that was cause for legitimate laughs at times and kind of... This is so bad, it's good laughs at other times. And that was Kalinda. Oh, you know, I know that obviously she's a fan favorite because she's so badass and she's got the cool clothes she does. Um, Love her wardrobe. But that aside, from the very second I saw her and she stands up and introduces herself with her boobs popping out as much as possible for a CBS show, out of her blouse and introduces herself as the in-house investigator for this law firm. I was like, really? Really? I, I'm not buying that. I mean, I want I want a pit bull looking kind of woman. I mean, she's, I mean, I get sex sells, but I, I do have to say that all of these networks, writers, and they just need to realize that a badass woman can be sexy, but she doesn't have to have her breasts popping out. She doesn't have to be wearing a skirt with a slit that goes up to her crotch almost. And she doesn't have to be, I mean, she does, basically she doesn't have to look like a porn star or some variation thereof. I I just, that was my general annoyance with Kalinda to begin with. And it, she, she warmed up for me a bit with her sarcasm, but I just still think that there was times... My biggest, aside from her wardrobe, was how she would use the whole race thing. Oh, yeah. But I liked at least, I at least liked that the writers would actually prove her wrong. Like when she was watching that whole, um, would you be able to properly identify this person if, if watching this footage for 20 seconds and then like in a police lineup, I properly identify the right perpetrator. 
And she got it wrong. It was a white dude and she got it the wrong white dude. And then she kind of sat there with this, I can't believe I got that wrong look on her face. And I was like, ha ha, Kalinda, you dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Yeah. My first thing with Kalinda was I had a hard time understanding if an investigator for a law firm even existed or even was a thing. It does in TV land. Yes, in in the magical world of television, everything is real. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I'm kind of glad they got away from this, but like in the first few episodes, it was Kalinda and Alicia going on adventures and solving crimes and doing all kinds of things that were outside the law. And I was like, what in the world is happening here? Yeah, I didn't I didn't understand it at all. Fortunately, they kind of cut back on that because Alicia had to go and deal with her husband and other court type things they were the odd couple ish kind of uh, a little because of how kalinda will use her body and her prowess whereas alicia is the super empathetic type and it paired well they would tag team the right people to get the right information but yeah it was getting old fast yeah and kalinda just kept on doing all of these extremely illegal things that's a major gripe of mine with the show in general is just all of the illegal acts that they did to get their way. But Kalinda especially, like, wait, wait, I'm just going to walk into this active crime scene because I'm not technically <laughs> the law, so I can do whatever I want. Like, there was the the scene in the the college where the guy was like, what, are you police? Are you campus security? And she was like, I'm Kalinda. And I... I lost it. I'm Kalinda. I was like, yes, that's what you are. You're just Kalinda. You're just a magical being that can just walk through walls and do whatever she wants. Yeah, and, and didn't he just kind of look at her and go, okay. <laughs> he was like, all right, I guess this is the world that we live in. Yeah, you know, I'm Kalinda. That, that's enough for you. Um, yeah, I, I think that Kalinda definitely was one of those characters where I, I think that the actress is a great actress. I just think that there could have been more depth to her character built up in this first season as the same with all the characters. I I do wonder how she continues in the following seasons, but um, at least in this season, she just seems to be, yes, like this magical creature that can do anything and break all laws and everybody's just okay with it. As long as she keeps wearing the leather jacket and the uh, knee-high boots. The leather jacket of wonders. Yes. Um, for me though, and I know this is something that's often talked about synonymously with the show, um, is the feminist point of view in this show. And I will say as a mother, as a wife, I was, I was pleased to see a character where she was trying to work and still be actively involved with her kids in some way. I did appreciate that. I really liked how they showed the struggle of a woman of a certain age that is trying to get back into the workforce after taking a huge pause in her own career personally to take care of a family. And I I really did enjoy that. That being said, number one, though, I, I have three kids myself, and I look at this and go... If it weren't for, strangely enough, the mother-in-law being basically the nanny to these two kids, what would she have done otherwise? You know, where what normal, most women who are in her situation or some variation thereof, you know, they, if they're working and then they're single moms, 
they have to put them in daycare, after school care. Um, they can't hire nannies or have a built-in support system like that. And I know it's television, so they have to kind of play with those rules. I get that. But I do think it's a missing reality that would have made it much more interesting. I, that's what I loved in The Killing. Uh, Michelle, is it Elios? Eros? I don't know. Her character in The Killing? I know you don't know. Anyway, she was this super obsessive detective, and she has a son, and basically she'd be so obsessed with the case that she was working on that she would let the kid just almost do anything, and he was constantly being picked up by child protective services, and she'd be getting calls about it. And it was, it was real, that was more real to me than this situation. So, I, I mean. Yeah. Um, I mean, with the kids, like, they were, they were essentially allowed to do whatever they want. Like, they were out solving mysteries and finding who was, I think Eli even mentions, or somebody mentions at one point that she wants the kids to he, <laughs> to be the photographer instead of no, whoever they hired. No, it was, he said fire the, the blonde um, PR person that they had for Peter. And he goes, you, fire her and hire your son. And he holds up this picture that he had taken uh, to a surveillance that he had put his, what was it? His his iPod or something? I think it was his iPod. Yeah, his in iPod a potted plant in the hallway yeah. of their apartment building. Oh God. Anyway, way off topic. But I mean, going back to the feminism, though the the thing, though, also, well, I did appreciate that they didn't completely fall into the trapping of we're building up women and showing how dumb men are towards women. They did show that to some extent, but I appreciated some of those instances. They weren't too bad, not too heavy handed, but. What was interesting was the female-on-female stuff. The episode that probably pissed me off the most was, I forget what number, but it was the one where basically this woman was having an affair with this dude, and that's why she knew what happened. It was one one with a train crash, and people died. Yeah. And then... I think it was like seven or something. Yeah, anyway, but... And then, like, she's... She just had a baby. This woman just had a baby. And Alicia goes to her and essentially finds out just this woman had come to her to give her some information on the DL so that she could actually build up a case against the company the woman worked for. And then Alicia can't figure out and make the connection. And so as she talks to her, she realizes, oh, okay, this woman was having an affair with the guy that would know this information. And, oh, that's interesting. That baby is how old? Oh, so it's not actually your husband's kid? Oh, I need to have that information has to be leaked out in order to make the information you have relevant to the case. And she completely sells her down the river on the stand, makes her testify to the fact that she was having an affair with this guy and basically ruined the woman's life. And at the end, like outside the courtroom, the woman's like got her head in her hands, crying, sobbing. She looks up at Alicia and Alicia gives her that stone cold look that she gives. And then she just turns around and walks away like, and I'm just like, bitch <laughs> yeah that's 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 the thing i i don't like about shows like this in general is that it's entirely about the main cast of characters and the consequences of everything else just be damned like yeah because also in that episode something happened with alicia's husband and i took note i was like we're gonna the the disaster with alicia's husband is going to continue but we're never going to hear from this woman ever again and she's just cannon fodder, essentially, to promote the story of of Alicia. Yeah, she's good wife fodder. Yeah. 
so yes, there is some feminist aspects to this show that I applaud aspects though. I I just I can't really say that it's a show that I would say props up more modern feminist ideals though, especially with the way they have the characters dress and some of these attitudes between women. You know, there is sort of a backbiting, backstabbing that happens between women, but if you want to try to show women be more supportive, which I think you should, this show, at least in the first season, I can say, doesn't do that well. But on a lighter note, you wanted to talk about the judges? What the hell for? Oh. Yeah. Why? Yes. Well, I was going to say one thing I did really like about the show was all of these crazy cast of judges that they had. From week to week, sometimes it would be the same one, but every single episode there was a judge and they would always bring some kind of humor or something and I really appreciated that. Well, I was going to say, unlike Law and Order, another, well, that's an, is that NBC? Yeah. I NBC's, don't know anymore. Uh, crime procedural. I know. Um, it's NBC. Um, those judges, they're very serious and they're only there to serve. Oh, sometimes they, they are featured more in the story, but oftentimes they're just there to give bad news to the prosecution. So anyway, yes, I did like the judges as well. The good judges. The good judges. They were, there was a pretty good cast. There was a few favorites of mine, especially the one where Kalinda was on the stand actually basically telling him, I know that you like to sleep with a certain type of woman because you pay for this prostitution service it was it was hilarious yeah and you could see that his face great. and i love that actor too but anyway but i will say so so in in closing are you saying you definitely will not be checking out i will not continue with this show i i don't i don't like it but i have to admit damn it all if I'm not a little interested to know more of what Eli does on the show, I know that Will and Alicia are going to hook up. I, I know. It, of it's course. Just, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not really interested in that. But I I am intrigued by watching her slowly descend more into a less moral character. I, I have to admit that does interest me. So, but. Into the bad wife? Into the bad wife. Before we close out this this um, more in-depth discussion, I just want to give, personally, a final shout-out to Peter's mom. Oh, my goodness. Mom-in-law. I don't even remember her name. But the, the probably the best moment, aside from Eli Gold dropping trout, was her, the, Peter's mom walking up to this woman, and they ha- get into a fight. Uh, this woman's husband was in jail because Peter had put him in prison. So obviously these two women don't like each other and they get into a very heated argument in front of this woman's house. And Peter's mom picks up this old woman. I mean, cardigan pearls. I mean, your classic upper crust, older woman picks up a hose and sprays this woman in the face. That is one of my favorite moments in television history (laughs) by far. I mean, when that happened, I was like, wow, they take some interesting turns with these characters. I wish they would do that more, at least in the first season. Uh, that was that was gold right there. It was Eli Gold. Yeah. So anyway, we also, I, I, I forced you to take yes. the BuzzFeed, which character of good wife are you? And the results are in. And I, I am appalled. I, I am Alicia. 
I am Carrie. Yes, we didn't really talk about Carrie. No. You, it, you're Carrie. I, he was just kind of there to me, you know. He was the over-entitled white guy. Yes. Yeah, that's you all over. I am. <laughs> Tattoo that on my forehead. You do that. So, I think it's about time, don't you? Is it time to pick the next show? Yeah, it is time to pick the next show. It is time for us to randomly select the next television show that we'll be discussing for All right. following. Yeah? I'm going to press this button. Oh, God. For this page to load. I'm in suspense. And it's taking its good old time. Oh, God. Fake drum roll that I'm not going to add in post. Futurama. <gasps> I am so happy about that. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Well, we already know my I'm general. Excited. Yeah, okay. So generally we are, so so full disclosure, I have watched it, but I'm not sure what season I'm on. I don't even know if I would say I prescribe to following it No. that way. I, I've just seen random episodes. Me too. I'll probably just start with the first season. Yeah. I don't know with this one if you have to. But, yeah, you do what you want to do. What ups? Well, that's all for this episode. Check out our blog, randomactsoftelevision.wordpress.com, where you can find some articles that we liked while we were watching The Good Wife and articles written by us that go more in-depth with the show. And also, please check us out on Twitter and Instagram, and we will check you out later. And just before we go, the intro and outro music for the show is provided by Kevin McLeod at IncomeTech.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Mm-hmm.